Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for the post-match point as Villa have fallen 3-1 to West Ham at Villa Park. Obviously an evening that not many of us have enjoyed, but we are still going to dedicate the show to, to Mike Cafferty, someone who you will have seen on Twitter, social media in, in the last few months, the last, the last year or so. Someone who was fighting really hard, bat, battling with cancer. You'd never know by his positive attitude what, what he was going through. Such, such a lovely guy. Always wanted to speak to everyone. Always wanted to remain positive on social media despite what he was going to. So tonight we'll be dedicating this show to Mike Cafferty who passed away at the weekend, age 39, after a battle with terminal cancer. Had actually got to know Mike a little bit via, via messages over the last few months or since he'd been going through his treatment. And he was a, a massive fan of, of the Villa View. And as I say, just such a lovely, lovely guy. I mean, when I first got in touch with him, you'd have honestly thought the way he reacted, he was speaking to Jack Greenish, but he said he was speaking to me. And just a, a welcoming guy, someone who just wanted the best for Villa, wanted the best for his family and wanted the best for his kids. You'll notice at the top of the screen, there is a GoFundMe to help support Mike's family, if you can, every little helps. If you can help and spare some change and, and give towards helping Mike's family's future, that, that would be absolutely great. And I'm sure you'd really, really appreciate it. And Dolan, someone you've been speaking to as well, just a, just a lovely, lovely bloke and someone who was a credit to Aston Villa Football Club. And you can see that the picture there, he'd, he'd have absolutely loved that picture, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it just puts everything in, into perspective, you know, and... As you said, just his, his, his whole outlook on life and, and positivity on, on life. And, you know, it it shows you what, you know, what, what the small things sort of meant so much to him, even over Christmas when he got to spend Christmas with his with his kids. And he was, I saw pictures of him opening up his presents on Christmas Day. And, you yeah. know, it, just a complete, just a real inspiration, you know, because, you know, we, we, all, we all have bad days and, and rough days and we all get angry after asking to lose. And, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. But when you see, Someone like Mike and and the story he's gone through and the ways he's he's handled himself and and the sheer class 
unless he's unless he's handled himself over the last over the last year. I could never do it. I could never. I wouldn't be as strong uh, as 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 he was. Um, um, I mean, I probably got speaking to him really over the last. I can't remember maybe the last seven, eight, nine months. Um, yeah, we we sort of sort of. I'm not sure how it came about, but I think maybe as you say, he watched a bit of you, and then he and then he, he would message me, and then when I found out about a story, I. Um, you know, I would pass his details on to on to a few of the Aston Villa guys. I know I know Neil Cutler um passed a pass his, his details on, on the Neil Cutler and I know Neil Neil dropped him a little message and I know that meant the world to him as well. So um yeah, just you know, the thoughts are with Mike and family and his sister and, and ever everyone that, that's kind of um part of his family and, and all of his all of his um his his friends and, and, and that, that big gang on Twitter that um, that, that that certainly are, are, are going to make his his memory um, live long, um, you know, within the the the, the team MC hashtag. So, like yeah. I say, if you can if you can um, go and donate, um, I know um, uh, there's the link there. As Dan said, just try and do, donate what you can. I know everyone's going through a tough time at the minute with 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 COVID and with lockdown. Just if anyone can can donate what they can um, and help towards Mike's Mike's funeral, you know, would be um, be massively appreciated. So yeah, just. You know, rest in peace, Mike, and um, it's a shame we couldn't get the win from tonight. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll do something with the channel as well. We'll get some some funds together from the channel and donate to his just giving badge. Because as we say, he was such a such a lovely, lovely guy, and we just want the best for his family now. And obviously, the Villa fans have already been amazing with with the money they've pledged and the support they've given the family. And there's people like Alga on Twitter who've yeah. been paying great tribute to him. I know Ben Cash knows him quite well as well obviously going through a similar thing at the moment and we send our thoughts and best wishes out to Ben and his family as well because it must be tough for him seeing what's happened to Mike and and knowing what what's going on in his life as well so yeah we're obviously going to come on here now and, and moan about Villa a little bit but as Dolan says it, it does put it all into perspective really there's much more important things going on in the world and yes our football team has, have lost tonight and yes we're all upset about it but there's people going through far far worse things so we should all be very grateful for that bringing the other guys as well now we've got Neil from the for the love of Paul McGrath podcast and AVFC kick geek John Inslee as well geeking out in one of his rare Aston Villa third shirts that he's got on at the moment I'm sure he's doing just to annoy me Neil I'll bring you in first a frustrating evening but if we're being completely honest the best team won West Ham with the best team in the first half and they did a job on us in the second half as well and we didn't really deserve anything from the game did we no, no, I don't think we did. It was one of those off days. It was one of those days where, you know, we couldn't string passes together. And when we did get it around the area, around their area, we, um, you know, everything just kind of broke down. It broke down now that too easily. West Ham came out as I thought they would come out. They would defend with six and they would attack with four. And that's what they did. And when you've got somebody like Michael Antonio, who didn't have a massive day today, but he just did enough whereby the three guys behind him could just break forward and the likes of Lingard um, and the likes of, well, actually, it was really just Lingard and Benrama because Fredericks yeah. was, like, looking at Fredericks' heat map here, it's uh, literally, he, he literally played right back beside beside Soufal for, for most of the game. Um, really well-drilled team. I have to say, West Ham were West Ham were impressive. You know, they really yeah, they were. were. You know, we we had no right to win any ball in there, and 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 we couldn't get anything going through the middle. We couldn't get anything going down the left hand side. Uh, they gotten, they they just they just played really well, and we didn't come to the races at all today, unfortunately. 
Yeah, Dolan. I mean, I look at Villa and West Ham. Obviously, we've been flitting around the similar position as them all season. We've both got relatively small squads in the grand scheme of things. We've both got pretty much one goal scorer, one striker as well. But that they did a job on us tonight, didn't they? That they stifled Jack. We didn't really ad- adapt to that at any point during the game, except for maybe a brief spell in in the last ten minutes, and we just never got going, as Neil said. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's one of those games where. You know, I try and look at it. If I'm if I'm Dean Smith, I'm gonna look at that and go, well, do you know what, boys? We can learn something from that. We can look back and go, well, we got we just got schooled. We just got schooled by David Moyes, and I know Moyes is going for a lot of criticism over the past maybe seven eight years, but the guy's managed over 500 games in in, in the Premier League, and um, he just did a job on us. And you know, his his game plan was to stop Grealish, and he stopped him, and that was it. Like. Everyone to a man had a quiet night. Jack Jack got Jack got hounded by Sufal had a great game. Fred could have had a great game. Um Lingard was sensational. I, mean, I thought he would have been maybe um the uh the, the weakest link because he hadn't played. He hasn't played in, in, in so long, you know. No, you could, no you couldn't tell. And you couldn't tell he was outstanding. Um but we just looked knackered, mate. We absolutely shattered and uh, I think the shift on uh, that shift on Saturday um took its toll and um you know, I know, I know. After the game, you know, the the lads got a coach. You know, back in the coach, three four hours in the coach, back to Bodymore Heath. You know, it's tough. It's a tough. It's a tough slog. It's a tough. It's a tough. Um, it's a tough con- congested fixture list. But um, listen, we're still sitting ninth in, in, in the Premier League. We still we've still got a couple of games in hand. Um, I, I'm annoyed, but I, I'm I'm not as annoyed as I was against Burnley last week. Um, I just think we got beaten better, better, better. I just look knackered. We look tired, and that's we we look tired because of the of the monumental effort that we've put in um, for the first twenty games of the season. Absolutely, you know, incredible first twenty games. And um, you know, Martinez. Well, I'm sure we'll touch on that. But you know, maybe probably had his worst had his worst game in it. Well, definitely had his worst game in yeah. in a Villa shirt. But again. He, I'm not going. I'm not. I would never, ne- never going to single him out because he's been, he's been out of this world this season, and we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be where we are without, without the likes of uh, Martinez and, uh, and 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 Jacko and 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 you know and and a few others. But listen, it was um, it's bad day at the office, man. You know. Yeah, I mean, John, I'll, I'll bring you in now. I mean, as as Dolan just said, we lost having played very well last week, and it was very frustrating. I mean, I think that's three Wednesdays in a row we've lost on BT Sport now, so we need to need to get off there as soon as possible. But t- tonight, it, it was justified. We, I can't really think of a single thing we did well in that game. I mean, if you can think of one, be my guest. But I genuinely can't think of a, a single thing that we really did well through that game. No, it's like everyone else has said. We we really looked like the the lesser team. They they looked comfortable for a change. Normally, this season when I've been watching Villa, we you've been, you've looked we've sort of been the comfortable team and you haven't been that worried about it. But it looked as the game went on, it was looked like it was going to only be them who were going to score. And Villa used to have the habit of anybody needing a goal used to come up against us, and that seems to have happened with Lingard, who's a man on a mission tonight to 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 prove what he could do, and he's he's sort of gone on and done it. But you're right, we didn't look like we were doing the things we have been doing for the past 20 games of the season where we've looked strong and we've looked sort of threatening on it every attack. We just, they seem to stifle us well. They seem to stop our attacks from sort of making any impact. Um, and you could see that Grealish was trying to move into different places to try and have his impact that it does on the game because then the left-hand side would target the, the sort of wing that normally sort of produces a lot for us wasn't doing it. 
Yeah, it just wasn't happening at all, was it, Neil? Were you surprised it took so long for us to, to get wind of that? I mean, to be fair, we must have known what was happening. I think everyone could, could see it. It was a struggle for Jack Adelaide. He was still impacting the game, but he wasn't having as much freedom as, as he would like. Sufal did a good job on him. Probably, I would say, actually, his performance today was the best defensive performance I've seen against Jack in a long, long time. I think he, he really made life difficult for him. So... I didn't think Barkley was having a great game, if, if I'm being honest. And then I just think it took us too long to, to move Jack over. I mean, when we did, we, we scored. In fairness, were you surprised by how long it took us to adapt to that? Uh, I was, and I wasn't. I, I, it was something that I kind of highlighted before the game. I said that the option would be there to move him across and maybe pin back a Jesse Lingard that was just coming into the team. You know how silly does that look? Now that I know that I'm saying it after after the the event, but um, I think I think in in hindsight is 2020 with regards to the Jack Grealish thing because I think you have to back him regardless because of the the form and the and the player that he is. Um, I think this uh, as I said, Sufel was quite good, but the fact that Declan Rice, you know, Declan Rice almost slotted in as an extra centre half for an awful lot of tonight. Looking at his heat map, he, he was in there, and Ryan Fredericks played. They, they they doubled up on him, but it was a case of literally whenever Grealish gets the ball, Sufel was to run to him and just get yeah. in around him ASAP. And if he tried to turn back into the centre, Declan Rice was there or Fredericks was there. Or, uh, and then it, it allowed Suchek then to break forward. But um, look, they once again, they, they, they came up with a very good game plan. And it was very David Moyes. You know, you go back to the Everton teams he had when he had the likes of Lee Carsley, Gravison, Phil Neville even, Fellaini. They all played that dirty role in the middle of midfield that would kind of, there was shadow in front of the back four. And when he has players like that, they can do it to a great to to, to um, a great extent. Like, like Declan Rice can do and like Suchek can do. And he's in a better position with those two guys, considering that they're very good with the ball at their feet too, and they can move forward with it. Um, you know, they are the real catalyst for him, and they really work things because, as I say, he's very much a guy who defends with six and attacks with four. And uh, and as I say, that was really, you know, we couldn't break that down today, especially as you said when Barkley wasn't uh, wasn't at a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, Dolan, West Ham are a very physical side. We know that. I mean, they caused us trouble aerially in the game at their place, which we ended up losing 2-1. Do you think in some respects we lack that and it showed against a team like West Ham? Because other than the two centre-backs, there's no real size to our squad, is there? Yes, it's the one time when tonight was the one time that I felt our midfield looked a little bit lightweight. And I've never, I've never felt that at all this season. Um, they just dominated us across the park. Um, they were big, they were bold, they were strong, they were clever, they were streetwise. Um, they they came with a game plan, and you know you talk about football being being a tactical game. I mean they 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 carried out those tactics to an absolute T, and you just got to give them credit. You know you got to give them credit, and you got to give Moyes credit. You know and I know he's worked on their difficult circumstances. I know that, that a lot of those West Ham fans didn't want them, and you know. Last season and in this season, and he's done such a job. I mean, what an incredible job to, yeah, to, yeah. to get that team where they are with the players, with the players they have. And um, but I just think, as I've said all, all season, I just think um, our, our our lack of our lack of squad, our lack of depth, um, our lack of depth up top. Um, it, it 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 just shows, you know. Um, I think I think we could easily make three or four changes on Saturday um, to freshen things up. Uh, against Arsenal, but I think after Saturday, I think it, tonight was just a game too far. And um, as 
as frustrated as I am and as, as peeved off as I am after defeat because, you know, obviously never like to lose. But it's one of those games. You just got to hold your hands up and go fair play to West Ham. And that's football. Like, that's what it is. Um, respect to them. Um, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're a good club. They're a local club to me. I've got a, quite a few West Ham fans. They're off Dan. Dan's watching. Big Dan White. Legend. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, so... Respect to them, and I think looking at the the game against Liverpool and Brighton, and you saw what happened there. It's football, man. It's a, it's football, and, and it's a, it's football in this in these times. It's just crazy. It's crazy, you know. You look at last night, nine nil, um, United Southampton. You know, could you could you imagine doing doing back to back nine nils um, in, in 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 Premier League seasons? Um, so you just got to stick with it. You just got to stick with it, and um, you know, I know these players will will um, will certainly be 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 better for it. Um, and I think you got to try and take these negatives and just turn them into positives. And I think the the debrief, the debrief on uh, on 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 Wednesday, on Thursday or Friday, whenever it is, will be um, will certainly be an interesting one. Yeah, because John, we've talked about many times. Every game we've lost, you've you've come away feeling oh, it was close. That one probably was with that, with the exception of maybe the Leeds game before this. But you come away from this one and you just think, yeah, the best team won, but the overall still that there is many positives and we, the good thing is in some ways I mean it's a bad thing if you think that we're fatigued I, I don't buy that tonight is the reason that we lost at all because I think West Ham have had a similar amount of games in recent times but the good thing is there's another game on Saturday to, to put it right and we've still we're an excellent team we've got a great chance on Saturday haven't we yeah and, and there's players that are, are going to sort of want to do that as well you saw against the, the the Burnley game when they had that bad second half against Southampton you they came out and you could see they wanted to improve and they wanted they wanted to come back and prove that point and we've done that well this season I think I think when we've had a little bad little bad run I think last season it would have turned into three four five games of a yeah, bad definitely. run but this season we seem to be able to stop the rock quite quickly in terms of bad runs of form so hopefully against Arsenal we, we can keep doing that there, there is a bit of fatigue in it I, I think but West Ham were just about side tonight. They they, they they seem tactically to get it right. And it, it, it's a it's a tiny worry that when Grealish is so well marked out of the game, that the game is is a huge struggle for us. Um, and our midfield we're, we're quite comfortably bossed. Um, I do think we'll turn it around on 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 Saturday. I'm not quite as confident for a win, but I definitely think we'll we'll, we'll at least draw um, on Saturday. But I do think this season we have had that ability to stop the rock quite quickly and to stop those runs. From going into three, four, five games, and, and I think Smith's done really well with the players, and I expect to see the same again on Saturday as to turn it around and, and be back at it again. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get a goal each, so I'll come to you first. Now, the, the first goal that, that we conceded, I mean, there was a fair bit wrong with it, in fairness. You're, you're the tactics man, you'll dissect it for me, but the gap between the defence and the, and the midfield was frightening, and Suchek just in the end has the freedom of the park to, to lash it home. It's a great finish, and Mings has come close, but I was alarmed by how simple it was and the, the massive gap between the defence and the midfield. And to be fair, that was a pattern in the, in the first hour where I couldn't believe how far away our midfield was from our defence. Um, I still don't know what actually happened. I know the ball kind of it didn't stick with Ollie Watkins up front, which was uncharacteristic of him tonight. Usually yeah, it you does. you can't knock him for that. Oh, no, absolutely not. Like, the goal he got was fantastic. But um, the, ball, the ball didn't really stick with him and then it kind of came back quicker I think than than anyone kind of anticipated Antonio does really well to hold it up and then when he does hold it up it's just there's players there as you mentioned they just broke through the middle and they broke very quickly through the middle um like there's there was little we could do once the once the, Antonio got the ball it was it was there in a plate for him 
you know, to to kind of make things happen. And that was the that was the strange part about it that there was no Douglas Louise, there was no John McGinn there, there was no, uh, there was just no one. There was no one there with our back four to help out. And uh, whether it was because we had pushed forward to try and take that ball once it went to defeat to, the, to or once it went into Ali Watkins, I, I, I don't know. But uh, if there was miscommunication or something, but when Suchek got it, he was just going to put his laces through, it, and he did. And there was no way that that um, Emmy Martinez could have saved it. No, I mean, the space, though, from us having put the ball in possession in, in our mm. own half and, and pumping it forward and to, to get caught like that, one, it's very uncharacteristic. And two, I'd say it's pretty basic. Yeah, and it's that that's what it is. It, it is basic. It's uh, it's not even that it's just basic. It was like it was like a kick and rush. You know, like something you'd seen Sunday League, kick and rush, and, and we just we just weren't there. And once they got the ball down and they were able to get the ball up to Antonio, it was just just a reaction thing. Suchek had to run. I don't think Suchek broke stride from when he started running to when he actually picked up the ball and then just drilled no. it home. And uh, it just, like, everything worked out. It looked like a superbly free-flowing goal from, from West Ham, and the commentators are very were very uh, complimentary about it. And, you know, I think you kind of have to be. that They just took it's their chance. It's too easy, though. It's way too I, oh, easy. Oh, way too easy. Oh, 100%. And, and as you say, that is... that that that. It came from the fact that there was just this absolute canyon between the the, the back four, or at least the two the two centre halves, and uh, where our two midfielders were supposed to be. Yeah, and Dolan, I mean, the second goal again, it's come from us giving the ball while well, losing the ball on, on an attack in our own penalty area. They've just broke with with such penetration. Something we've done a number of times very very well this season. It didn't really happen for us tonight. So West Ham have kind of come to Villa Park and done a bit of a Villa on Villa in some ways, but. I mean, Martin, as we know, was at fault for the third. He's been exceptional all season. I actually think he possibly should have done better yeah, with the second as well. I don't know how you saw it. Yeah, he should have saved the second as well. I mean, it went straight under 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 his arm. Um, again, to be to literally lose the ball in our in our in their penalty box, and then within within two three seconds they go down the, the other end and and uh, and kill the game off and make it two 0 Um, you know, people were saying that those two goals came from from a Martinez mistake, but again. Uh, mistakes aside, mis- mistakes aside, like you know, they 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 were putting, you know, as you say, they they were in that position far far too easily. And um, mistakes aside, they we 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 just got we just got outdone and out outthought. And uh, yeah, I think sec- the second and third goal was certainly you look back at those and um, you won't want to see them again. But uh, it's literally the only mistake he's made all season, or the only two yeah. mistakes he's made all season. And sadly, it's led to a goal. And I think you know, as goalkeepers. Sadly, your mistakes can lead to can lead to goals. You know, it's uh, it's it's a pretty unforgiving place on the pitch. Um, you know, you can make a mistake up top, or you can make a mistake in the middle, and you can you can sometimes get away with it. But fortunately, he's made he's made two 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 pretty two pretty big errors that, that have led to goals, and and uh, it's cost us really. But um, yeah, I mean, it's like I say, it's it's it is what it is, and uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pound them for it. No, no, no. Obviously not. We, we all love Emmy Martinez. I mean, to be fair, I'm sat here in his jersey. I've absolutely destroyed him tonight. I've, I've killed the shirt before. I wear it, and he has probably his worst game of the season. Feels absolutely typical. But darling, that's that, that second goal again. It's the reaction to the break and 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 the yeah. getting back. What what do you put that down to? Do you put that down to fitness? I personally don't put it down to fitness. But do you? Do you I put do. It down yeah, to I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you you, you can't you can't see that. I'm surprised that. that, I, think that it's an, not... I just think it's an easy excuse. Just think, you know, that's not an easy excuse. It's an obvious excuse. We looked knackered. Like we looked knackered. McGinn, McGinn was just was just out of gas. We just looked knackered. Barkley looked knackered. Everyone just looked shattered, mate. Absolutely shattered. Um, 
So I put it down. Have had games, and they've got the same sort of squad as us. They've only got one striker. I feel like it's an an easy cop out. No, I don't. I don't get it. Is because we were flying. We were flying in in December. Um, should have got something out of the out of the um United game at their place in New Year's Day, and then obviously get struck by this by this COVID, and then we've come back and we've had three really really tough away games, and and uh, and and we've just we've just come back, and it's been three games in in well, it's been four games in what ten days. Um, West Ham isn't far off that. I bet it's not. I, I know, know they haven't had COVID as, as badly as us, if, they, if, if at all. But I just, I bet if Dean Smith doesn't come out tonight and blame me on fitness. Well, he probably, probably isn't going to because he's he's not going to want to make excuses for that tonight. But I'm just saying, from what I saw, we just looked knackered. We just looked, we just, it looked like a game too far. We looked shattered. Um, you know, we, we literally made one substitution on Saturday night in the 90th minute. Yeah, not was it. now, yeah. You know, looking back at that, as you know, and I know you and me discussed it on Saturday about, you know, you did they Dean Smith didn't want to uh, you know, he didn't want to tinker the 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 shape and, and and he wanted to keep it fluid and we were we were defending as a as as a unit. Um but you don't go from Saturday's performance at the back to tonight's performance at the back, you know, because you've become a, a bad player over that past two three days. You get there because you're mentally fatigued, you're 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 physically fatigued. Um, you know, they're just knackered, man. It's just a tough time for everyone. Everyone's going through a tough time. Like, you know, even now, you know, tonight, like just nobody nobody can go out. No one can and again, this may be a, a, a an over the top sort of excuse, but I'm just saying in general, like it's tough for everyone. You know, nobody can go out, no one can see their family, no one can see their friends. It's 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 home. They'll, they'll they'll go back home. They'll 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 sit indoors. Be back in again probably uh, tomorrow or or um, or or Friday. Game again on Saturday again. There's no respite. You can't go out. You can't unwind. You can't relax. You can't go out for for dinner. You, you can't see y- your mates for drinks. And you know these guys are probably finding it as, as equally as tough as we are. And like I've said at the start of the game, it was a game too far for them tonight. And I thought they looked shattered. I respect your opinion. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just that's just my opinion. I, I, I don't think you can, you can blame that. Everything you've just said about the COVID is completely true. I'm not arguing with it at all. I, I just think West Ham are going through the same thing, and that, that they were better than us tonight, and, and that's the way it was. John, there was there was a glimmer last ten minutes. What Watkins pulled one back. We'd move Grealish away from the left. He gets himself down the right hand side and puts in a, a lovely, lovely ball. I mean, for all I'm saying about Grealish being shackled this evening, he's still by far our best player. I would, I would say tonight, I don't, I don't think anyone else got close to his levels, with perhaps the exception of, of Watkins, who didn't stop running all night. But he's whipped in a, a nice ball, and, and Watkins has tucked it away with a plum. At that point, there's a glimmer, isn't there? But we, unfortunately, two, three minutes later, West Ham score again. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a lovely finish from Watkins. A uh, really nice finish. And if nothing else, a positive from tonight's game is him keeping his sort of goal scoring going, and, and hopefully yeah. he can sort of keep this run going into, into Saturday. So I think that's one of the, the, the sort of few positives I think to take from today. Um, and then I think the third goal is just the fact that we have got that glimmer of hope. I think the third goal um, doesn't come if it's 2-0. I think it was 2-0 and we're not sort of pushing in the way we were 2-1 with that sort of thing. I don't, I don't necessarily think it happens and it's because we've seen that chance and we know Dean Smith is not one to give up and that we are chasing everything. Even if we're 2-0 up, we're still going for the third. So at 2-1 down when we've got that chance to get a goal, uh, we're going all out for it, and, and Lingard's just had the night of his life to sort of, sort of debut, debut dreams, really to come in and and, and do what he has done. But it, it's catching us on a break when we're, we're trying everything and sort of um, to get the equaliser. Really, um, it's I don't think three one actually to be fair is, is an unfair result either. No, yeah. no, not at all. I think they were comfortably the, the better team. Um, 
but yeah, I think I think the, the positive I think I take from tonight is, is Watkins is still finding a net, and we know we know gold goals breed goals, don't they? And confidence is is really easy for strikers to sort of use when they're, when they're in that. They just sort of seem to take one less touch and just hit things first time, and things seem to go in, which will lead well. I mean, Arsenal number one keeper out. If only they had a decent second string keeper that they could have called on. Um, but be interesting on be interesting on there after such a, a poor performance from Arsenal um, in their game. Two sending offs in, in a game is never ideal. So it'll be interesting to see how we can come and uh, bounce back, really. But you know, I don't think their third goal necessarily comes if we're not desperately chasing that game. Yeah, and nine times out of ten, I'm pretty sure Martinez just catches it, to be honest. I mean, for yeah. all, I thought Jesse Lingard had a, had a great game, but if I'm being honest... We made him look better than, than he is tonight. I mean, his, his two goals are, are pretty soft. And as I say, I think we gave him a, a relatively easy, easy night. I thought he actually was better in the first half than he was in the second when, when, he, when he scored two goals now. Yeah, uh, the two goals just kind of felt him, you know, really. But like, was, as I say, they, they just they just waved forward, you know, when, when, when they got going. Um, but... Uh, yeah, look, I, I'm I'm really kind of you know it's 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 a struggle to kind of uh, you know how kind of usually positive and kind of effervescent I am and I can talk about stuff. I'm finding it tough to talk about yeah. this game because literally from moment one uh, to moment ninety four, ninety three, and ninety four, there was it wasn't there wasn't even sporadic outbursts of coherent play from Aston Villa that much. And, and I think that's fair enough to say, you know, but and it's not kicking the guys when they're down. These games are going to happen. And as Chris said, it's it's just one of those days that that the Villa were just it just didn't go. It just didn't go right for Villa. And, and I'm sure we can look back and we could equate this game to maybe maybe the first day that we played Arsenal is kind of a, a reversal of this. Arsenal came into it, and you know maybe Arsenal were expected to 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 beat Arsenal that or to beat Villa that day, and Villa come away then with, with a win, playing some really good good free flowing football and looking the better side and. And you know when we're on a run of uh, of good form like this, we're really really good. Uh, or, or on a good run of good form, should I say, we're really really good. But um, you know we we went out against the team today. Jesse Lingard had a point to prove, and uh, he's a, he's an inwardly co- confident, and I would know, go so far as to even say a cocky guy. He's got twenty four caps for England. I think he's got like four goals as well for England too. So the boy can play football, and you know he punished us twice today with two. Good, goodish strikes, you know, and 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 we can't really complain because you know from the minute minute one till 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 the end he kind of did run the show for them. Yeah, I mean, someone who we hope is going to be good at football now, Morgan Sanson. We saw we saw a brief glimpse of him. He came on, look, looked hungry for the ball. To be fair to him, and to be fair, when he came on as well, we got the goal pretty much five minutes after he entered the pitch. I think. He did a he did something that I didn't see Barkley doing in this game, and he he basically passed the ball off inward into into the middle of the field and wanted to make a run past the two centre halves, and Barkley didn't do that at all in this game. And uh, that's not to say that you know that Barkley doesn't do it in other games. I just thought in this game he was kind of a small bit flat footed, just didn't really suit him. Um, you know he made he made a great. I, I, he made a great point after after the Southampton game when he said that he's played more minutes uh, in actual matches than he has in training, yeah. and uh, I know there's it's all to be said for 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 being match fit and stuff like that. But 
I think you could see fatigue in 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 Ross Barkley today. And you know me, I've I'm I'm not a huge believer that they that they're just running players into the ground for the sake of it. I think there's a massive sports science piece behind this, yeah. as highlighted by the guy that they hired yesterday. You know, they obviously have a department. They've hired a head to oversee that department now. And um, or that department, uh, along with other player development pieces, um, but it's uh, yeah, it, it was just one of those games, I think. Uh, and and Ross Barkley was was tired. He looked tired. He came off. Morgan Sanson came on, and really looking forward to seeing what it, what what he is about. Um, I suppose the one kind of uh, one kind of question, the substitutes, and, and it's not really a massive question, is when he brought off Barkley, brought on Trezeguet, and moved Jack into the centre. And uh, I thought that, you know, potentially th- those days might be gone now that we have sense and that we will bring him on and play him through the centre. But uh, look, it didn't happen. And I suppose Dean Smith maybe feels that Sanson hasn't had enough time, enough chemistry with the players there. But when he did come on, he was lively. He had only seven, seven touches of the ball, but, you know, there was decent movement there. I think he looked smaller than I thought he would look. But then again, when anybody who's, walk, who's running past Ogbonna, Suchek, Dawson, Rice, they're, they're all going to look small. You know, you're going to look small unless you're a giant. But um, he doesn't look six foot, is what I'd say. But... Uh, you know, it's um, it's it's gonna to be tough to look like a giant in there amongst those guys. Yeah, Dolan, we made one change tonight. Obviously, Troy Ore came out, who I actually think we, we really missed. I think he keeps the ball moving quicker for us than perhaps El Ghazi does, and I think Troy Ore has been brilliant over over the last few weeks. Do you think you'll see more changes now on Saturday off, off the back of that? Do you think he will start a couple of fresh faces? I think he has to. I mean, but again, we haven't got that many to bring in. I think Troy will start. I think El Ghazi. I think he was really, really hard done by to be left out in the first place. Um, he had such a great December, um, and tonight, you know, didn't didn't happen for him. But, tonight no, but he hasn't happen. played for a month, probably. Hasn't exactly. Tonight, tonight didn't happen. Tonight didn't happen for anybody. So, but I do think yeah, again, I think him and Troy's position is so it's so um, it's so up for grabs. It's literally between the two of them. Trezeguet guy as well. And Trezeguet, guy, but then as Neil said, you know. I thought tonight would be the perfect game to, to early on. I'm, I would have moved Jack in, into the centre because he was obviously being completely isolated out, out out in the wing, you know. And I thought maybe it could be a game where Smith might have Smith might have maybe threw him into the centre um, in the first half, or even come out come out for the second half with him with him in the centre because just felt maybe that kind of game was a game where he could have ran at defenders and and, and caused a bit more havoc um, playing through the middle. But yeah, I think there'll probably be a few changes. Um, you can't really change that back five. Um, no, you wouldn't uh, want to. You wouldn't want to. Um, McGinn and Barkley, maybe maybe you could, you could call one of those guys to to, to have a rest and, and, and have a breather, bring in Sanson. Um you you probably use, you'll, yeah we'll see Charlie start start for um ahead of ahead of Al Ghazi and 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 we'll see and we'll see Watkins stay up front and and I think it'll be Jack on the left, so there's not an awful lot you can change with that with that with that eleven there's not an awful lot of options um and uh, even if players have have off nights they're still they're still key for us McGinn Barkley they're still key players for us regardless of if they've had an off night okay. so um there's not there's not many players you can take out of that squad because when they're on when they're on form they're uh, as we've seen this season they're they're a match for anybody yeah i mean i think that probably does us for tonight but I, I can see us bouncing back on saturday i think i actually think arsenal are a decent opposition for us to have on saturday and in a lot of ways it will be an easier game than playing against a tough physical west ham side i think playing against arsenal 
might suit us a bit more and actually I can see us getting a result on Saturday more so than I could tonight. Thanks to all of you for joining me. I'm, I'm not going to plug all the stuff that I usually plug. Instead, I'm just going to say, please, 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 if you can spare any money to donate to help Mike's family out, then if you could if you could do that, that'd really be great. Support a Villa fans family. He's obviously left two little boys behind who are now looking at a life without their dad, which is really, really tragic. Cancer, such a cruel and unforgiving disease. Mike Cafferty, friend of the channel, someone we're all going to miss seeing his presence on social media. So the last thing I'll say is rest in peace, Mike, and I'm sure Villa will do you proud for the rest of the season. Up the Villa. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.